0: what's happening. We get an opportunity to talk about a very important subject. I titled this multiracial, multiracial. So we're going to, we're going to dig in. We're going to go a little deep today and I'm going to start having these types of talks uh, pretty much on a weekly basis. I think it's important now. I think with what's going on in the world, I think the, the, the times are calling for people to stand up, uh, leadership to lead, people to pull together, to band together, to really, really take an opportunity to embrace the love that's needed that has to happen in order to make this world a better place. So I thought this message would be very, very important for me to share today. I want to I want to I encourage you also to share this with anybody that you know that wants to have a real talk about what's going on in our country here the USA and that's going to also affect what goes on around the world. We know that the USA has a very very deep impact and influence on the world. So what we want to do today on this Facebook live is come together and talk about some things. Now, there's a lot of different opinions going on. And there's a lot of talk happening right now. And I got to tell you, I am excited. I am overjoyed. I am literally passionate. Something has swelled up inside of me because the conversation that needed to take place literally centuries ago, is now being forced to take place now. See, there's no longer anyone going to be allowed. From this day forward, we all better believe, we all better recognize that times have changed and they're not going backwards. Time is not going to regress. Time keeps going forward and the sign of the times and the sign of the people has to move forward with it. So why did I title this particular message multiracial? You see, I have a very unique opportunity because of my particular mixture racial backgrounds. Matter of fact, later on today, I'm going to try to post a picture of, of both sides of my grandparents. So, you know, my, my dad's parents were predominantly black. They had some Indian in them, uh, maybe a little bit of I know there's some white mixed in there um, but not a lot on my mother's side well my mother uh, his mother was I would say half white half Indian my mother's dad was white so I've got this unique background and I grew up because I took on a browner tone, I got forced in this country to uh, be categorized as African-American or black. Uh, So I predominantly grew up in my younger years up until I was around 16, uh, more predominantly black. Then I moved with my dad to Florida. He had moved to Florida in a town, in a city, that only had four black families in it. So it was predominantly white. And so I finished up my high school years, very influential years, uh, around predominantly white people. And what I'm so so, incredibly uh, appreciative of is that because of this diversity of background and because of these different people and because of me uh, having a heart For people, I never got bitter even though I went through extreme racism growing up in Kentucky in a southern part of the USA. So it's considered the Southeast. And there's a whole lot of history about the Southeast. But here's what's got to happen right now because I've got a lot of my friends from all different backgrounds that are reaching out, a lot of making comments there's a lot of dialogue, a lot of conversation going on and I'm like, thank goodness because we can- we cannot progress without having conversations. It's not going to happen. So I having also in me a white background and I have white family members. You know, I want to I want to have a conversation with them about what's taking place right now. Why are so many people so fired up this time, which seems like a different level than the other times. Why is it that this time it seems like there's a major shift that's taking place? All of us, I would guess, saw the the video recording of George Floyd, Floyd getting taken out by that police officer in Minnesota. I think it's so dramatic because the whole thing was filmed from the beginning to the end him trying to 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 beg for more air to beg to breathe and to see someone sitting there with the knee on someone's neck and literally choking them see you know the airway is in the neck if you press the neck down hard enough you're going to choke off the airwave, especially if you're on top of the stomach as well You know, you're going to end up losing breath. And if you don't have breath, you don't have air, you're going to die. So as all of us had an opportunity to watch that and see someone go from talking to not talking because they had expired at the hands of another individual over a nonviolent accusation crime, I'm really curious to see how that comes out as far as did he actually do something wrong? But if he did do something wrong, what was it that he did do wrong? We're talking, they said something over a $20 bill, whether it was real or not. So I think it's everybody black, white, brown, purple, yellow, doesn't matter, right? Got an opportunity to look at that and see that man's li- to see that man's life just go out. I think that everybody was like, no, wait a minute. I think it hit in everybody's soul. I think it hit a a a wait-a-minute chord in everybody's soul to sit there and watch that take place on televisions across the world. I just think it just literally just stuck in all kind of people's hearts. And this is the first time that I smell and I can see Real change taking place. That's going to take place. It's not a maybe. You don't. Nobody has to just hope or wish this one, this one to happen. This is going to happen. Everybody can smell. There's a different tone in the atmosphere now. That change is going to take place. Now, why is that so important for everybody? Right. As I talk to the white side of my family. Why is that so important for for them to understand what's going on here? Because what we have to do, and these are my opinions. I'm just sharing my heart with y'all from someone that grew up on multiple sides. that grew up poor on multiple sides of the races. Why is this so important? Because... Now people have to understand that we have an opportunity, everyone listen to me carefully, to remove fear out of the equation. See, what's happening is we're dealing with fear. And if I talked about white friends, you know how many white friends that I consider my brothers and sisters that I got? Many that are on here watching right now. Well, I got brothers and sisters. I always say they say blood is thicker than water. I say spirit is thicker than blood. I've got some white, white, white friends that are cl- that are more brothers and sisters to me than many of my Afri- African American family than many of my Indian family. You see. So I don't so I call it straight across the board. I'm about embracing all people, but we have an opportunity here. We have an opportunity to remove fear. I asked some of, some of my white friends, brothers and sisters. I say, "Why is it basically or generally across the board that white people are afraid to drive into a black neighborhood? Why is it and we laugh. I mean, people crack up. See, this is the conversations I want to have. I want to get people to stop and think, why is it that most white people are afraid to drive into black neighborhoods, go into what's called the hood, right? Why? Because they know there's animosity over in that hood. There's people that feel oppressed. Why are most people afraid, to, even white people are afraid of to go into Latino communities or Middle Eastern communities? Right, minority communities most white people are afraid of going, going to those neighborhoods why because there's animosity there they don't feel safe see that's fear well why is it that people don't feel safe because people don't feel there's sections of the population that don't feel equal opportunity that's why our, our declaration of independence is so critical Everybody should be posting it. Everybody should be talking about it. That we all have our creator given unalienable rights to what? Freedom, to liberty, to what? The pursuit of happiness. Well, if you don't give opportunity to the, the same, I'm talking about equality here. If you don't give opportunity to segments of the population or segments of the population are treated differently differently. It, you might, you should fear. People should be afraid. There should be animosity. There's going to be conflict. There's going to be riots. There's going to be people. And is a riot? Is it rioting good? No. Is looting good? No. It's bad. But is murder good? No. Is inequality good? No. Call both sides what it is. So, so what I've been, what I've been wanting to do. A long time, man. This has been brewing up inside of me. See, I've got to go through some crazy challenges this year. This year. Like never before. Crazy challenges. It's forced me, like put me in mental and emotional positions to where I had to sit there and evaluate why. Am I here? What do I need to do? And then then it it posed the question, I said to to some of my friends, because of some of the injustices I've seen taking place. I said, am I being forced to become an activist? Is that what's happening here? Am I being forced? That's not something that I looked at myself as being, but I go back and look at my track record of bringing people together, of tearing down racial barriers, why? Because see, my white friends, my white family, they know I got nothing but love in my heart. They know I'm not about any type of discrimination. I don't have any jealousy, man. I don't deal with jealousy. I don't deal with discrimination. I got a bunch of my right brothers and sisters on here right now. We know we love each other. We know we'll come and get each other. We know we're back to back, period. So I can have this conversation. And I'm telling you, multiracial is what we are. So here's my question. This has been going in my mind ever since I decided yesterday to do this Facebook Live. And I haven't done one for months. People are like, when are you? I've been having people bagging me. When are you going to do Facebook Live? When are you going to do some trainings? When are you going to do this? When are you going to do that? Well, I'm doing one. And I guess this is a spark to pull out of me what's been in me pretty much since I was born. You see, I had to go through. See, I'm talking from personal experience. I've had to go through extreme racism in my life. See, I've had a ghost. I can remember being seven years old, going to the corner store and then having a group of white folks in a truck chasing me. I'm running for my life, throwing firecrackers at me, saying, we're going to get us an N-word. We're going to get us an N-word today. Imagine a seven-year-old going through that. Right? I've had had a group of white men chasing me with a rope on my bike saying, we're going to hang us one today. An N word today. I've had the rope hit me on my shoulder, almost catch me by my neck, try to lasso me. See, I've been through that. I've had that experience. So I know what racism feels like. I know what it's like to come up in society. I play professional sports in the minor league system. Look at, get a bunch of my base professional athletes on here talking. I want them, to, as you see this, as it goes through the replay, let them comment. Ask how many of the, the, the minorities felt discriminated against coming up through baseball, through the baseball organizations, feeling like they had to do double in order to get an opportunity. See, until we have equal opportunity, we're not going to have peace. We, the people have a reason to feel afraid if, if you don't have opportunity. So when I talk to my white family and my white brothers and sisters, all of us back to back, which I've had some deep talks with them the last couple of days. I say, all you got to do is right now from your white side, you're going to have to talk your silence. I'm telling my family members of the white. I'm like, if you sit back and be silenced now, everybody's going to take that as you are part of the problem. You got to open up the conversation and you got to embrace it, man. All you got to do is embrace it. And here's what's gonna happen. Because I, I deal heavily in the black community too. I hear the conversations. There's messaging going on in the black community that the white community is not seeing, in the Latino community that the white community is not seeing. I see all this, I see all the back talk that's going on. In the, in the, in the minority community, the minority community wants to embrace white folks. They want to em- embrace caucasians they want to but they want to feel safe in doing it now to my minority brothers and sisters listen to me carefully to the black to the latino right the asians let me let me tell you what the caucasians want because i'm talking to them too i got part of that in me my granddaddy was white you see so here you go Guess what they want? They want to, the, the white folks want to feel safe if they do have the conversations. As I watch on television, I see some of the black folks saying, this ain't got nothing to do with you when their white brothers and sisters are out there marching with them. And I'm saying, the hell it doesn't. It has everything to do with our white brothers and sisters. They need to get down there. If you go back and look at Martin Luther King's march, if you pay close attention to the pictures, there was ton, there was a lot of white folks in there, part of that movement. And if they weren't a part of it, it wouldn't have changed. It wouldn't have changed. So we're gonna need each side, sides, to come together in love, man. Now, what we gotta do is deal multiracial. There's all kinds of races, right? But there's a group of, there's a, there's several groups of people that feel injustice. And, and what I got to do from my white side, coming from my granddaddy on back, I know my great, 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 lines from my granddaddy back were some slave owners. Right? And if we just keep on going back, 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 sometime or another, we're going to get back to Christopher Columbus. We want to have a real talk. Let's have a real talk. If we get back to Christopher Columbus, when Columbus came to the United States of America, and they say that Christopher Columbus discovered America, right there we should put pause, because when he got off the boat, didn't some people shake his hand? Say, welcome. Now we're talking about our Native American brothers and sisters. You want to talk about some people that got... Absolutely crushed. Genocide. Unbelievable. Smashed. Right? Now you go couple that. I want to talk to all sides, but I'm going to pull this together. And that's why I love... See, my white brothers and sisters on here, they're like, yes, we can have this talk. We can hang in there with this talk. Because they know I'm going to pull it all together for equality. No... We're not going one side or another. Equal. But if we don't go deal with the issue, we're going to have some problems. Continue it. You think these protests are happening? It's going to get to another level if we don't come together and let these conversations happen. So when I go back and we go look at it, and we see a people that got genocide, got crushed, the Native Americans, and then we see people that were captured and brought in from Africa and enslaved for hundreds of years to help build the foundation of this country. When I look back at my great, gra- I'm going for my grandfather, That's why going on back to the slave masters. See, that inheritance, see, if you got past an inheritance of money and you were able to live an incredible lifestyle because you received an inheritance of a lot of money. You'd be, Oh man, you'd be so fired up. You'd be so, so proud of that. Oh, my lineage. Right? Well, guess what? You, we all got inheritance from our ancestors and some of it just ain't that good. Some of it's not that good. So this genocide, this slavery, that's not good. If, if, if the country is birthed on that, And we don't go deal with it, have honest conversations and let each other feel each other. Because I know I'm talking to my white family and my white friends now. They're like, well, I didn't do that. That's what I hear all the time. That wasn't me. I didn't have no slaves. Is that all the time. I I didn't own slaves. I didn't kill nobody. I didn't kill Indians. I didn't put them on reservations. I hear that all the time, right? I'm like, Yes. Here's the key. You didn't do it, but you dealing with some inheritance, inheritance of some of your ancestors that did do it, and they passed it on down to you. You're going to have to now, don't you see the television set? Now you're going to have to help solve the problem that they created. You're now going to have to talk about it. Now that, no, I'm telling you, this is one time that nobody... That I know is gonna let it just go down. They're not gonna let it just go away this time. They're not gonna. Has it happened? Eric Garner and fly. It, it, it just went up crazy, right? Brown over over there in the Missouri issue. It flared up and went down, right? Rodney King flared up, right? It went down, right? Come on, let's go to let's go to Martin Luther King Jr. That's the last time something significant really happened for change. 1968, the year I was born. That's really the last time mega change has happened. You wanna know why? It's been getting swept under the rug. Keep sweeping it under the rug. Keep sweeping it under the rug. Just keep sweeping it under the rug. Guess what? Ain't no more brooms left for this for this one. The brooms are not available now. There's no more rugs left right? It's all laid out in the bear. That's why you feel a, a, a shift. So what has to happen is that what I'm talking to my white family, and friends about it, is I'm like, you're going to have to address this head on. Why? Do you want safety for your children? Right? Why, why, why do you feel uncomfortable going in a black or a, a Latino community? Why do you feel uncomfortable? Because you know there's animosity over there. It's your job to help tear it down. And then the minority community It's your job to when your white brothers and sisters come and say, Hey, I get it. I want you to have an equal opportunity with me. You see? That's what capitalism is about. That's what free enterprise is about. That's what the Declaration of Independence is about. That every person has unalienable rights given to them from the Creator for life, liberty, freedom, right? And the pursuit of happiness. So when we come together and we understand how this all works, it all starts to click. Now I asked the question, somebody earlier, I said, because you got two thoughts, right? <clears throat> you got people that believe in, in the scriptures and you got people that don't. So they either believe in creation or they pretty much believe in the big bang theory. I'm saying, let's look at both sides. If we're going to believe in creation and we're going to talk about Adam and Eve, whose real name, Eve's real name was Kua, Adam and Kua. They call her Eve. It got transliterated the wrong way, in my opinion. So Adam and Eve, aka Kua, So you got two people. I asked somebody today, what color was them two people? What race was those two people? Because if, if you believe in the scriptures, then you're gonna have to believe that there's two people that all humankind came from. What was their race? It's called a human race. And your co- if you're going to believe in creation, then you got to look down at your skin. Everybody look at your skin. Then the creator, he pulled out his paintbrush and he decided to paint you your color in his magnificent artwork. Artwork. You are a part of the creator's artwork if you're going to believe in creation. You can't get around it going to have to say look i'm part of the crowd. so when you look at someone white you gotta say that's a beautiful person all the creators stroke that color for that part of his canvas because all these people were created in the image of the creator if you're gonna believe creation talk to me if you look over and see somebody black then you got to say man the creator stroked that person that color. If you see a Latino, oh, they decided to strike them, stroke them that shade of brown. If you see an Asian person, oh, that shade. The creator started pulling out the paintbrush. If we all come from two people, how in the world can we not just get how important it is for us to love one another? How can we miss that core principle? M- Multi-racial started in the beginning. If we believe in creation, the Creator set up multi-races from the beginning. That's where it came from. Now, if you believe in the Big Bang, is it that you believe it banged out all these different races? Then guess what? It banged them all out. <laughs> Have respect for the big bang at least. That it banged out white, it banged out black, it banged out Asian, it banged out Latino, it banged out Middle Eastern, it banged out Native Americans. What are you going to what are you going to do? Do you want peace? Do you want joy? Do you want happiness? Do you want love? Then if you want all those things, you got to want equality. That's all we're talking about today. We're talking about equality. That's it. If everybody comes together, both sides, both sides of this argument that's going on right now, this conversation, these protests that are happening now, if everybody just comes together and says, man, we are multi. We're multi. We're going to need each other. We're going to need each other. In order for a white person to feel safe, they got to say, I've got to listen. I've got to make it to where it's equal. In order for black people to feel safe and not threatened and Latinos and other minorities, then guess what? You've got to accept when your white brothers and sisters come and say, all right, it's time. It's time for equal opportunity. Then once we accept that, here we go now. Watch this. Once we accept that, then we now have to also accept what free enterprise is about. level playing field. So I loved about professional sports, right? Other than some of the racist things that came. But at this point in time it came down to compete, just compete, get better, grow. And then for those those that are offering employment opportunities, Put your put your blinders on, and look at a, what a person can do rather than what they what the color is. Look at their skill set. What do they bring it to the table? How hard have they worked on themselves? How how much better have they made themselves? And then and judge everybody from this point forward by the their, the quality of their character, the content of their character. No longer the color of a person's skin, for goodness sake. I've been waiting for this day to have this conversation for a long time. And I'm qualified to have it because of my personal experiences. I'm qualified. And because of my multiracial background, I can talk from all kinds of angles. And all we got to do today is we got to pull this thing up together. Because it's, I'm telling you guys, this is not going away. This ain't going to just float off into the, the space this time. A lot of people just ain't going to let it happen. There's a lot of very influential. When you see, this is the first time in the history of me, I should say it, since I've been born, with all the racial conflict that's gone on, this is the first time I've seen so many prominent white people stepping up saying, that's wrong. That's wrong. That's wrong. That's wrong. So now, when you have your white brothers and sisters stepping up saying, you know what? What happened to that man is wrong. What's happened to these other people that died unrightfully so the wrong way with with police brutality, what happened in those cases, that's wrong. And at the same time, When we're looking at the police, remember, there's a whole bunch of great police officers. There's a whole bunch of great men and women that are are, are in the armed forces. There's just way more than the majority. The issue is the systemic powers that be are allowing some of these bad apples to keep ruining the whole bunch. How many times y'all heard that before? One bad apple can do what? Ruin the whole bunch. And why we have this issue today is because these bad apples were allowed to remain in the barrel. And people are tired of that. They're saying if there's a bad apple, boop, get that bad apple out of that barrel. Call it is what it is. Don't allow them to have a privilege. Now I'm going to say this, I'm going to end this. Privilege must be earned. Privilege must be earned. So you got to earn privilege. It should be something that's earned. It should not just be a given. You see, if I want my life to be better, I got to get better. If I want my life to change, I got to make some changes. So this is all about, I wanted to do this Facebook Live. If y'all appreciate this Facebook Live, will y'all give me some feedback? Y'all show me some love on here. If you've appreciated this Facebook Live, having this platform to be able to come together, if you would like for me to help continue a platform where we can come together and talk and have unbelievable conversations, there's a whole bunch I got to say. Wait till you see what I got to say about how women have been treated over time. Wait till you hear, hear, I'm going to come out with one about that. That's going to be dedicated to my grandmother. My grandmother's. Right? If you guys really, really appreciated this message and you want more messages like this, and you like for me to continue to grow a platform where people from all walks, all backgrounds, races, and colors can come together and we can have some real conversations. A safe place. See for the white folks that feel like intimidated about going and speaking out, you will be able to come and get together with us in here and you can speak your heart and speak, okay? I did try, but I got this resistance. And then we go work together to tear down that resistance. And to the black folks has got a bunch of pent-up and Latinos and Asians and Middle Eastern, and You feel? come on in here. Come into the space right here. That's why I love what Mark Zuckerberg put together with Facebook and this p- platform. We can come together. We can create a little community right here where we can make a difference right in here. And then if y'all spread this out, and let people get this message Somebody might say you know what that makes sense What he said today makes sense Let me be this way And let me share this with my brother, my white brothers and sisters And my black and latinos And asians And middle eastern and native American. Let me pull everybody together here And let's have a real talk And, and let's be persistent about it Until we get equality Because once we get equality The fear is going down Now you can drive in any neighborhood Black folks can drive into a white neighborhood without feeling like they're going to get the police called on them. White folks can drive into a black and Latino neighborhood without feeling like they're going to get jumped. Because both sides and all sides are only about equality. That I love and appreciate you and I got your back. And you love and appreciate me. And guess what? You got my back. And we in this thing together, man we in this thing together. What if we came together as a people and everybody started saying, we in this thing together? Just think about how great this world would be. I'm talking on behalf of my son that's got to grow up. Many of you got children. Don't we want the nonsense to stop? Don't we want them to be able to feel free and be able to literally pursue happiness? Yes. I love each and every one of y'all. I'm telling you, man, greater love does no person have than they're willing to lay down their life for a friend. You guys are my friends. I'm willing to lay down my life for this. I'm 52 years old, man. I'm I'm to the point where I'm just, I'm so tired of injustice. I'm so tired of inequality. I'm so tired. And guess what? It's just been so hard to get, I've done everything I can to get it out and use mechanisms. I've tried to use business to get the message out and pull people together. You ask anybody that's been involved with me in any type of things that I've been working with over the years, they'll tell you, that's the least prejudiced person I think I've ever met. Matter of fact, you can't be around me or anything that I've ever built or a part of and be racist, I won't allow it. I just won't allow it. I, I want everybody to come together because I want my son to not be afraid and be in fear when he goes around people that look different. And it starts with us. All of us have a, a social responsibility to no longer be quiet. Don't be quiet. And, 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 and I'm going with this. As I see people posting about the looting and the rioting going on, before you post about that, post about the murder first. Post about what's wrong. Say it wrong on both sides. If you say it what's wrong on both sides, now you can be respected. The murder was wrong. The rioting and looting is wrong. But I believe we won't have no rioting and looting if we don't have these crazy murders that are happening unjustly. And this inequality that keeps happening. If we just get rid of them and make it a, a level playing field, where everybody that can can go out and build and compete on an equal playing field and the people, that guess what? If you can't compete at a higher level than someone else, you're not jealous. You're clapping for the people that are performing and then you go back and work harder to get better. That's a better way of life. That's a better way of life. If y'all love this message, again, show me some love. Share this with other people. Uh, That's how I'm going to be able to gauge if I should continue to do these type of messages. If y'all want me to keep talking about stuff like these and these different different social issues, if I now got to step up and be an activist for these social injustices and equality for everybody, white, black, brown, brown yellow, you know, I'm, I'm ready. But I need to have the encouragement. If this message hit home, I wanted to test it today to see how receptive we people to this type of a message that's just having real talk. We must talk. I love you guys. Feel free to share this. And again, hopefully we'll, we'll get a chance to talk to you soon. Let's keep this love together. Go love on somebody. I promise you that'll make a difference. And don't be quiet. Just love. Bye-bye.